I think I come in right here. 3.30 in the morning, I'm looking for some ice. City's looking like a ghost town, not a dealer is in sight. And I'm sitting by the window, cause my furniture got sold. Ain't got no lights in the house, and it's freezing fucking cold. But the bowl rolls. The bowl rolls. Somebody's in the bushes, so I'm walking around to look. I got a two liter Mountain Dew bottle and some Sudafed to cook. They call me a chemist, they say I'm breaking bad. And I think I should stop this, cause I'm looking kind of bad. But the bow <laughs> What is that? Blind fear. And the bow Hold on. The meth pipe rolls and the blowtorch strikes. <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor trying to do this ice. And the bow rolls all out of control. Speeding up my heart. When the meth pipe rolls. All right, I'm done. Yeah. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> blind, blind fury. Oh, is that not Just, awesome? Was that not the of all the years of rump chat? That might be the and all the terrible stories. That uh, might be the ultimate opening song right there. It was blind so fury. Blind, well, blind fury. It's a. I believe it's a podcast. Um, and he does these covers and it's, it's flicking hilarious. And well, actually blind, I guess that's him. He is blind fury, but he's on this podcast and it's funny as hell, um, that he does these covers. Um, I mean, he, it's funny anyway. So I heard that the other day it was on a reel and I'm like, Oh my God, we've got to start off rump chat with that. So Shout out to Blind Fury. You know, thanks for uh, sitting, thanks. On the, sitting on my floor because all my furniture sold. Oh, chemist. And some soda fed to cook. Oh, furniture. Well, being said, welcome. <laughs> welcome back to the Rump Chat, the podcast where we'll offend anybody. <laughs> yep. Good to see everybody oh, back. Good to see you, Hambone. And uh, good to see you. Shout out. We can, we can now finally say it. And we've put it on our social media, but we've never said it on here. The Music director for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, the man behind the tunes for the first time ever. First different guy besides Benji in the last uh, 25 years. 22 22 years. years, Josh Hambone Hilton will be behind the computers. Congrats, buddy. Pretty excited about that. Have you been? We've talked about it uh, lately, and you were talking about you got your beats room set up where you're putting up speakers and going through music. Did you find blind fury when you were looking through reels to like, is that how you found that song? Yeah. It's as uh, I was on a reel. So for sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've got a studio set up here in the guest house and, and, uh, where I literally play like, uh, you know, an NFR perf and just kind of go through it. It's not so much the music during the show, but it's just the transition stuff like that. And they, um, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's exciting. Like, you know, this past weekend I was at the tour finale and which is, is got, is the closest thing to the NFR, you know, anywhere. Uh, uh, I would amazing. Besides, besides here in San Angelo, as far as pace and all that, but still in Angelo, you got a clown, you got one announcer, right? Horseback, you know, this was Boyd Garrett right there. Side by side ran fast. It was 12 in each event. Everyone was a stud. Um, so it was, you know, you didn't have a, you know, John Harrison was there, but he only, he only spoke during a few breaks and then maybe a little bit in the bull riding, but that's it. So it was very similar to what, what the NFR is. So, and it was kick ass and I've got, you know, a couple more months of preparation 
and work and I've been getting downloading music and editing and all this stuff. And it's, it's awesome. It's just, it's fun. It's exciting. I can't wait to get in there and, and put my twist on things and, and, um, yeah, that'd be fun. Something new. Um, but so the, uh, the governor's cup that was at, uh, at Sioux falls, it looked I mean, everything about it was first class from what I've seen. And I've only seen the, some clips off, uh, Facebook. I seen Christy Nome. Man, yep. Christy Nome is freaking beautiful. I mean, yep. she is so hot. Um, and I don't mean that weird or anything. John Harrison, the rodeo clown, our good buddy, John is all things political. Like this dude watches Fox News 24 hours a day. When he's not watching it on TV, he's listening to it in his pickup. I don't, he got a picture with uh, Governor Christy Nome. Wow. That is, I mean, what a beautiful oh, yeah. lady, John. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure John uh, was was pretty uh, excited if you get, uh, at that point <laughs> uh, being that close to Christy Nome. He, uh, I think, <clears throat> John. I'm surprised he didn't just go for it and just jump on her right there. Um, I wonder if that would be John's hall guy, pass. That would definitely be John's hall pass, um, Carla, but not mine. I guarantee it. Because it's uh, governor, and she is a beautiful lady, and it's it's just it, you know John's wet so, dream, I guess. So as, as Jaco Roper would say, as Jake would say, <laughs> but uh, so the governor's cup, like, did she do what? Like, what was they called the governor's cup? Obviously, because in South Dakota, because of her. But like, what did she actually do? Like, did she just did she carry the flag or do anything she did. or like? She so carried what, was, the flag. what was her role? She was only there the last night, of course. I mean, she's a busy lady. So she was there. She, uh, she made a, you know, a great, uh, they had made, they made a great video with her, uh, <clears throat> talking about the governor's cup and, and thanking the patrons and how excited, you know, South Dakota is be to be at this first, uh, event and, and be behind, uh, you know, the, the, the scale of it, $1.1 million. And, um, and then she, she carried the flag, uh, the American flag. And then she was uh, one of the presenters in our closing. So it was great to have her. So somebody, um, somebody sent us a message about the governor's cup, uh, questioning, I don't know, um, the, the payout. So some people were saying, and they were saying, this is a, a rump chat question. How is it fair that at the last cutoff of the year that some of these people uh got to go to the playoff so you had to you had to do good at um what pialop keep us a three rodeo playoff wasn't it yeah pialop was the I'm was the this qualifier. what's that I'm trying to find this message right now. This, but like, there's a couple yeah, people the that were. Yeah. were uh, I mean, it was it was the qualifier to get to the final round. You and then there, I think they took 24 there, and then they take the top 12 to um to um, Sioux Falls to the finale, and then those 12 go Thursday, Friday, and the top eight of those two rounds qualify for. Saturday and then the top four from that eight qualify for the four round and then um you get in the four round and it's uh it's go time. Oh, I can't find it, but yeah, somebody like we actually had two messages about it, like how's that fair, you know? How's that fair that some people that are on the bubble didn't get to go? Well, hey, you know, be better. Like I don't know. Like, everybody make, had make the everybody governor. had the same chance. Um, you got to go to the tour rodeos and you got to do well at the tour rodeos and those that do well qualify to Puyallup and you do good there. You got to beat 11 other, or, you know, yeah, you just got to beat, you know, the uh, half the people there. You got to be in the top half. You got to beat half the people. And Dang. if you're not good enough to do that and motive yeah. falls, then it wasn't in the cards for you. Sorry. You know, I mean, that, oh, 
what a time i was i was not there i was at a pretty i want to i want to give a shout out i want to tell a little bit of rodeo i went to first time i ever went this year to harrison arkansas and i'm gonna tell you what the big rodeos are great and i'm and you know I, i'm forever thankful as you are too yep. to to get an opportunity to work huge rodeos that's the dream that most people have starting off is to work big rodeos but if you think back on this where do you get the love of rodeo it's not from going to the big rodeos it's the little the smaller rodeos where you've developed your love for it harrison arkansas was like it was so nostalgic to me it was such a neat place so it's down in this like bowl like you it you you almost rip your your pipes off the bottom of your trailer or smash your tailgate every 10 foot because it's like in the rolling <laughs> hill it's like huh. driving between two huge boobs all right <laughs> and so like uh i go there and uh uh hey, shout out to the hampton rodeo company kevin hampton and his boys wow great set of stock unbelievable great rodeo and they had now you've probably seen this before at red bluff and some places where they have the wild pony race like yeah you know where oh. it's like wild horse like extreme bronc riding wild horse racing but with ponies okay yep. now you've seen this in places where you have a bunch of kids that don't really know what they're doing and they're like wearing helmets and vests and they're getting you know like drug over and shit and uh they you know they kind of get them caught but it's whatever so in harrison arkansas they have the wild pony race that kicks off the rodeo and they have little ranch kids like uh, St uh statler what was his uh, it, uh well, i'll think of it here in a minute his dad's a world champion in the ipra and a pickup man for the hamptons uh, anyhow this little boy statler seven years old ears this pony down gets a hold of this Shetland. This Shetland is jumping up in the air, and this little boy has got a chokehold on this horse, not yeah. letting go. And they don't just have to jump on their backs like in, at the other rodeos. They have to saddle them. They have to saddle these uh, teams of four. And the oh first night, God. a team of four little girls won this, won this wild pony scramble. It was the coolest thing ever because – you know, as we get so far away from agriculture and, you know, the Western style of life, you can't just go anywhere and find four teams of four kids that will, uh, they can handle a wild Shetland pony. Not just handle them. You had to get on them and ride them halfway down the arena. And some of these kids got bucked off. I mean, bucked man. off. Sean Prater, that's the pickup, man. His son, Statson, uh, Statler Prater. I mean, these little kids were freaking hilarious, and none of them give a shit. You've seen at mutton bustings where, like, they go to put the kid on the sheet. Ah, I don't want it, like, you know, the announcer. Oh, those are tears of joy. <laughs> like these little bastards in this wild pony scramble ham bone was probably the coolest shit ever. None of them cried. They got kicked, ran over, bucked off. None of them cried. They got up high fiving. This one white pony got away. Uh, they they had the coolest name. This white pony they called him uh, uh, White Line Frankenstein. This little <laughs> white pony, he was just wild as shit. And so this pony got away, and these four little boys chased this bitch down and grabbed the like grabbed the lead rope and got him caught and saddled. And the kid got on and he almost made it to the line, and the saddle slipped and he got bucked off and both feet stomped on his little bitty ass and he got up and he was fine. Like it was so cool. Like of all the things that happened is, I mean, there was great contestants there too. I mean, uh, uh, $6,000 rodeo for the IPRA, which, you know, is adding $200,000 extra this year, but you know, Shane Proctor, Luke Casey Morris, uh, you know, Jeff Miller was there, Jake Johnson, the Rigger family from Tulsa. Uh, I mean, tons of great guys there. Um, and the weather was perfect eight o'clock in the evening. Now at these, this is one thing I like about this time of year. Now, when you go to Rosenberg, it's not going to be like that. It'll still no. be 85, maybe 90, yeah. but in yes. Harrison, Arkansas, it was just eight o'clock at night. The, the weather was beautiful and the crowd. Like it was like church. Okay. In wow. the, the same people sat in the same seats every day. You know, like when you're going to church, like you, you don't sit in someone else's seat. Oh so, yeah. Like the, the the Harrison Rodeo, it's all general admission, but the same people sat in the same spots every night, and these people came to party. There was a dude that was way bigger than me that could do the splits. I learned that. That was pretty awesome. 
<laughs> we did the we did the dancing grandmas, and there was there was two grandmas named Brenda, and they shook it harder than a twenty five year old drunk on White Claw at a bar. <laughs> I mean, the the crowd was just freaking unbelievable. It was such a good time, and you know, I, I just I enjoyed it so much. the The rodeo committee, it's old school rodeo committee where these guys would do anything for you. Uh, signature bank. I was telling them about the mom's grandma. This is cool. Now you'll appreciate this Hambone, because I was telling the, the guys from signature bank, Ty and Buster, which are uh, great guys. And we were talking about the mom's grandma and I'm like, yeah, you know, usually I lie about a hundred bucks or try to find a hundred bucks. And they're like, well, Hey, would you mind if uh, we just give you a hundred bucks for that? I'm like, that would be great. They give me a hundred dollars in ones. In now, ones. How, how much did made it to the contestants? No, I paid it all. I paid it all. Really? They, yeah, they counted it. Oh, good. <laughs> so uh it was fun as stuff. My my little girl Lola, just me and her went together and she was she had a blast. Uh it, it was pretty fun when you have triplets. Sometimes it's hard to always have three, but just me and Lola went. We got up one morning and we it's uh Harrison, Arkansas is just 30 miles south of Branson, 30 miles, the 30, 32 miles south, maybe. So we got up went, it is. So we went to city. Branson and we went uh went to uh Parts Cove mini golf. Heck Bass. yeah. I love, I love mini golf. We're going there for Christmas. You are? <clears throat> yeah, Branson's great. Why do people why do people give Branson a hard time? Branson's freaking awesome. The Titanic Museum. Like all the roller coasters, Silver like the Dollar roller coasters that come out of the hill. Period. Silver Dollar City, the Dolly Silver Parton stand. Whitewater. They got a great water oh. park there. All yeah, the and so plus was, Table Rock Lake. Table Rock Lake's one of the nicest lakes. I mean, like in the country. Like it's clear water, like 30 feet down. I mean, it's a man-made lake and it's taken it, I don't know, a hundred years, but everything's finally <clears throat> finally settled. But and, you know it's uh, funny though. That lake is still full of pee. I think the more people that hang out the lake, the more pee is in the water. Because absolutely nobody gets out to pee in a lake. Well, would you rather pee in a lake that's like 8,000 square miles, or would you rather pee in somebody's pool and then, you know, right next to you? In your brother's pool? <laughs> yeah. Like we do in my brother's pool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be in a lake than Andy's pool, but uh, yeah. So, man, I just had a great time. It's been yeah. it's been awesome. College football's back. Good. I've loved getting the Saturday tradition back. God, it's been nice. Man, I was. It's just the best time, you know. But uh, I two weeks ago, Luke Lachey, another badass Iowa tight end, um, which it's tied in you, hands down. Um, he went out, broken ankle. He's done for the season. And then Saturday against Michigan State, Cade McNamara uh, led uh, Michigan in the Big Ten championship game uh, two years ago before he got hurt. Transferred to Iowa. Everybody's excited about it. Finally got a baller, and uh, he is out for the rest of the season with a knee injury. We end up winning the game still. Deacon Hill. Deacon Hill, this our bag, he's like 6'5", 265. He's a monster. But – I won't bore everybody with Iowa football. It's just sad because our offense sucked anyways. And <sighs> I, I got to watch. Now let's talk about this. I got to watch uh, the whole Colorado USC game. I really, I don't give a shit when anybody says, uh, and I'm not bandwagon. I'm not trying to be the bandwagon fan. However, I want, I want the Colorado Buffaloes to win because I love Deion Sanders. I am 43 years old. I grew up in the days of prime time. I mean, and you know, talk about an athlete. That dude hit a home run and scored a touchdown in the same week on two different yeah, professionals. I've always said that Bo Jackson is the greatest athlete of all time, but it's it's hard it's hard to beat Dion. I mean, Dion, I mean, he's right there. It's it's hard to it's hard to beat. He is and He's unapologetic and he doesn't, but he's classy too. You know, he, uh, um, I dig him. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, his boy got humbled a little bit with, you know, flash of the watch and people's faces. That was pretty bullshit. So 
Oregon kicked his ass. But you know what? When USC, when I was when we were in lunch up there and we were watching, it was a blowout at that point. And all of a sudden, I look back and I'm like, damn, they're coming back. And they about pulled it off. So, but you know what's really cool is that Travis Hunter, that badass kid, plays both sides of the ball. Yeah, um, twelve. Yeah, he actually met up. He came like that kid that hit him for Colorado State, and it was it was a it was not a, a clean hit. It was dirty, but it was um, terrible. That kid, was getting, that kid was getting death threats, and Travis came to his defense, and so did Dion, and said death threats. He goes that that's beyond. He goes this is beyond football. I mean, he, he came to his defense, and then and Travis Hunter actually got together with him, and they they like, met up. Bowling? Yeah, like it, I mean, man, that's just. That's huge of that kid. That is huge because that kid, you know, cost him a couple games. He'll be back this week, but you know, it just with the not with a with a dirty hit. You know, I mean, it wasn't even. You know, nowadays it's BS. They call. I mean, they've taken the football out of football, is what I always say. But especially with quarterbacks, I mean, you can't barely even touch a guy. But um, but that was that was dirty. But I'm I'm that was pretty badass of that Travis Hunter to. Uh, to to make it right and so people you know <clears throat> won't because people are nuts man oh they're crazy and it wouldn't be surprised me if somebody walk right up to that poor kid from colorado state and shoot him you know it's like damn you got to chill people, out i'm oh. nuts about football but ain't that nuts oh and can you i can't imagine the pressure because think about this an 18 year old 19 year old kid you know just out there to play football and he makes one mistake in front of a million people more know. than that well i'm talking what yeah what what eight million people were watching that colorado colorado oh state my. game yeah and then oh my gosh but you know i like what Deion said you know there's so many people that just freaking hate Deion sanders right now i don't know why i love the guy especially when he's like you know i'm trying to teach these boys to win and that don't always mean getting the w i'm trying to make them win in life i want them yep. to be good fathers and good dad or good people and take care of women and like he says a lot of pretty cool shit. And I, I shared one of his deals when he's like talking about his haters. He's like, y'all can't stop me. You didn't make me. So you can't break me. I mean, yep. he says some cool stuff. And I just, uh, you know, all the people that say, man, he's cocky. Yo, man, screw that. He can be cocky. That son of a bitch has done a lot. And he said, don't mistake my confidence for cockiness. You know, he's, he's confident. He's, you know, and that's, that's, that's the thing Muhammad Ali always said. Before you go in the ring, you better look in the mirror and say, "You a bad mother." You know, I mean, yeah. you, you and but Dion, like, I don't know. I didn't want them to get home. I wanted them to beat USC because I don't like Lincoln Riley when he yeah, abandoned that's OU he left like a bitch. That's because he left your he left your Oklahoma. He left. No, I'm not an OU fan. I just I'm a Big Twelve fan and. I thought that was pretty shitty way he left and then took Caleb Williams and you know I mean that'd be like well they'll they'll be in the the USC will be in the Big Ten next year anyway so it don't matter but you know uh, that Dion I I feel like I feel like Dion Sanders makes me a better person is that weird to say yeah like you ever watch some of his reels you know those guys like have a certain dress code like they can't wear flip flops and rodeo Austin yep. shorts and shit. <laughs> In real screen video t-shirts. You think that uh yeah, I'd have to change my wardrobe if I went to play for Dion. But uh man, they've had two two weeks of oh just getting their asses kicked a lot. But Shadura yeah. that dude drives the he uh he drives a gosh dang, what did they say? A Bentley or some shit. Or what kind of car was it? Like they did a there was some nice ass. Tom Brady was on there. Tom Brady, Deion Sanders, and Shadour were on like a podcast. I watched the video of it, and Shadour was talking about his car. I think it's a Rolls Royce. And Tom Brady goes, "You need to get your ass in that in that room and watch some of that video." Like Tom Brady just kind of talked a little shit to him, which you know I thought was pretty pretty cool, you know. Mm. But I can't imagine that Shadour dude. He's got some dough and. You know, I mean, like, oh man, NIL deals out the ass. I mean, they're all in the KFC. The whole family's in the KFC. I mean, in Prime's on. He's in Aflac commercials. He's, you know, got those sunglasses. He is a walking, you know, money machine. Everybody wants to tag onto him, which it'll burn out. You know, after he's there, 
a little bit. He always had the height, but it'll, it'll, it, you know, it's the hottest thing in, in all of sports right now until. Oh, God. Don't until, say it. This is pisses me off. Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. Bullshit. Boy, that pisses me off. As a Chiefs fan, I've seen a deal where on uh, one of the reels or on Instagram where this this girl was like, I'm so proud of Taylor because she's really going to get this that football player yeah. a lot of recognition. There's a He's bunch of wives and girlfriends. Bitch. There's a lot of wives and girlfriends doing that to their boyfriend or husband, whatever. And uh, it's pretty funny, but um, it's not yeah. funny. Yeah, Taylor yeah, Swift is going to ruin Travis Kelsey. Did yeah. you watch him play the Jets? It was a horrible game. Yeah, he didn't have a good game, did he? Oh, it was a terrible game. Like, uh, let me let me back up because, as you know, I was a Taylor Swift fan. Well, I caught you intercepted it. Now you're gone, have to accept it. Did I meet your mom too soon? Or did I do what I always do? Yeah, we made it to the 50. And then you kissed me. We made it to the 40. A new love story. We made it to the 30. And you did me dirty right then. You put the end in tight end. And as I touched down, just like you in a game. Town and nothing feels the same. Wish I could go back when we met that day. Whoa, and throw a flag on the play. That's gonna happen. She is gonna ruin Travis Kelsey, and I hate it. I, I think this it. is all for publicity, dude. Did you notice? Like, I guess, like uh, McAfee was saying, every commercial after like the game was about her movie coming out or whatever. I don't know, dude. So it's like a concert movie or something. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's all set up, dude. It's all set up. Travis Kelsey's jerseys went up four hundred percent. I know that. And the, here's the kicker, though. <laughs> the kicker. The kicker's Buckner, but whole other thing. The the thing of it is, is like <sighs> I watched on Prime Video the the show called Kelsey, which is about. Travis's brother Jason, who plays for the Eagles. And if you guys have a chance to watch anything, sit down and watch Kelsey. It was amazing. It was the story. Uh, you know, Jason Kelsey's 35, and uh, they got a podcast called New Heights, which is freaking phenomenal. It's funny as shit, too. I mean, it's not quite as good as Rump Chat, but it's right there. And uh, uh-huh. yeah, so the, in the in the right. show, Kelsey, the, I mean, it's all about Jason, but he's talking about Travis. Well, you know, Travis got kicked out of school at Cincinnati for smoking pot. Yep. You know, I heard he's not using his papers for writing, but for rolling doobies. So he gets kicked out of college. Well, so Jason, the older brother, he goes to the coach and pretty much says, look, dude, I will do whatever it takes. You've got to let my brother back in. And they did. Right. So Travis Kelsey, he is a stud. Like he, he's a, just a big old dumb white boy. But for some reason, he can, like, it looks like he can outrun anybody and not even move that fast. And so I'm just worried about this Taylor Swift deal because you think about it, and I used to love Taylor Swift. I mean, you remember my Taylor when I had you that were T-shirt a big Swiftie back in the day? You were. What I happened? <clears throat> I tell you, we um, I went to my first Taylor Swift concert in 2010. You've been San to Antonio. What? You've yeah, been to I did. Multiple. Yeah, I I've been to multiple. Um, uh, the first time uh, was in San Antonio. I went and unloaded stock, and then hauled ass, un- unhooked the semi, and drove Benny Butler semi back to the AT and T Center. And I ah. had really, get, I had tickets on the floor, and I'm I'm like thirty. I don't know, 2010. What would that be? whatever age I was, I was 20 years older than all the girls. I'm like a full grown man in a sea of like little girls, which was weird because that was back in bury me, Juliet. You never had to be alone. You know, like that when she was like uh country 
You know, when she had all his her Country songs slash like pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our song is a swing and swing door, staying all light, tapping on your window. We're all alone and we talk real slow. Cause you're late and your mama don't know. You remember that? Like she was I I don't know the lyrics. Weirdo. Oh, shit. I don't know the lyrics either. I'm looking at my phone. I just looked them up. I Google them. But, but no. you know, she was so good back in the day. Then she went crazy. Like when she got older. Okay, so let me back this up. So that was one. I went to that concert. I bought a Taylor Swift t-shirt, which is hard at the time to find a 2X in Taylor Swift t-shirts. Um, they don't sell a lot of those, <laughs> you know. Then um, uh, we went to Taylor Swift in Denver um, after Ashley's dad passed away, which was a terrible time for us. I was still a very big Taylor Swift fan, and Binion, Servey, and Hannah uh, got us tickets and uh, the four of us, me, Binion, Han, and Ashley, we went to Denver to Mile, uh, Mile High Stadium. They got us tickets, Binion did, to uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so it was like three days after the funeral, and we were pretty down the dumps and uh, really appreciated that. That was that was pretty cool. We went to uh, right there to, to Mile High Stadium in Denver, and, and uh, it was a whole different Taylor Swift than I remember. Like, she rode a freaking snake, like a not a real snake, but – like this animatronic snake, like rode it out of the ground. And I mean, like the first Taylor Swift I, I saw was like cute and country and curly hair and fun. And the second Taylor Swift concert was damn near demonic. Like it was pretty weird. Like, and I had to shake it off. Oh, you see what I did right there? You didn't get a little excited though. And she come out in like short shorts. Oh my God. She, well, I used to think she's hot, but now I don't think she's hot anymore. Have, like, she was way hotter five to ten years ago than she is now. She did like, and you know what pissed me off about like last night when they when the Chiefs played the New York Jets, she's in the booth with Brittany Mahomes and uh, Travis's mom, and they kept going to her. Like they would run a play, then they'd show Taylor Swift. Who gives a shit who he's dating? And look, like, didn't she, she dated Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, she, all these dudes she dated were pretty big celebrities, right? Yeah. And I'm afraid that she is going to ruin Travis Kelsey's NFL career because she's went to two games and he's not done good. She might have a, he had a touchdown like, trouble with, when they played the, when they, when they, uh, no, it wasn't the, it wasn't the Jets. They played the Jets last night. And That's then and she wasn't with Mo. I don't think she was with. Uh, she was there last night. She was I, with Blake. I, I watched it. Schmiergen. Oh, I watched it last yeah. night. She was there in New York. Yes, with Blake Lively. God. Shut up, Blake Lively. Do you think that. Okay, this is going to sound really weird. <laughs> I shouldn't even say it. Do you think that they're doing it? Taylor. I don't know because she acts, you know, she's acts so like young and kind of like almost like high school girl-y and and like, oh my god, like listen to me say like like I'm a high school girl. Like, like um she just acts kind of immature, you know, and he's a player. I mean so I, I don't I just I don't know if it's just publicity because I think it he will okay, here's, end here's the list of her ex boyfriends. I bet I bet nobody's gonna hammer down on that like Travis Kelsey will. I'm just I'm gonna go out and say it because he's yeah, just Pedro's right. It's it's happening and and they I think that call him dunk. She, yeah, she's, she is not, she's not uh, with a Jonas brother anymore. No, let me read, let me read this. And I mean, Travis probably Here's doing a, some Pornhub stuff. This is a, this is a list of her ex-boyfriends. Harry Styles. Yep. There you go. Jake Gyllenhaal, Joe Jonas, Taylor go. Lautner, which I think he was in Twilight. Yeah, that was when John they were really there. Now John she Mayer might have John Mayer has crushed a lot of beautiful women. 
And so I, you know, now I forgot that he dated her. I'm sure she was scared to death of John Mayer. That I mean, that guy. Let's look at let's look at his dating record. Is he the guy that sings "If Body Is Wonderland"? Isn't that John Mayer? Yes, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Um, uh, I oh, I'm failing it. John Mayer. Oh man, that guy has been with some of the hottest women in the world okay connor kennedy do you know him she dated no. him tom huddleston joe allen lucas till Corey motith cord overstreet adam young oh adam young was the singer from al city you remember al city uh-uh. okay john mayer jennifer love hewitt hot Huge boobs. Um, Vanessa Carlton. She was a singer. Eh. Uh, okay. Yeah, she was a singer. From Rona Mitra. Rona Mitra. Um, she was, uh, oh, you would know if you saw her. Oh, so hot. A hot, hot, hot Jessica Simpson. Like back in the day of, of uh, these boots are made for walking. No, Jessica Simpson from Employee of the Month hot. Yeah. Cameron Diaz. He John Mayer boned Cameron Diaz. Minka Kelly. Minka Kelly oh. was the hot one off of Friday Night Lights, the TV one. Remember the hot little cheerleader? Yes. Blonde, the brunette. God. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston I mean, is the hottest chick ever. Ever. Besides. Uh, Sheena Shea. Um, she was on Vanderpump Rules. I don't know. She's hot. Take my word for it. Uh oh, Rashada Jones, Rashida Jones, um, she was on. I think she was on uh, the Office. She's the kind of yeah, yeah, I know, yep, I know her. Then Taylor Swift. Then oh, Renee Zellweger. That was a little weird. Katy Perry. Renee, oh my God, Katy Perry. She's a firework. Kristen Cavallari. The uh, that. The chick off of uh, the California TV show when we were the Hills. The and Hills. She yeah, she was married to. Um, oh God, what was uh, the the um, Chicago Bears? Jake, uh, Chicago Bears quarterback. Duh, Bears. What? Jake. Yeah. Anyway, that's um. Dang. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty ranked list. Oh, do you think that, okay, I'm going to say something. Um, I like to put a disclaimer out because we do have young people that, uh, that are listening. If you're under the age of 20, if you wouldn't mind turning off rump chat or stepping out of the room for a minute. Warning. Okay. Warning. Warning. <laughs> Dude, do you think like, I don't know. I, do you think like when you're boning Taylor Swift, you're like, Holy crap, I'm boning Taylor Swift. Like, <laughs> it sounds so, I sound so unbelievably creepy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, would that not, like, I don't know. Not saying I want to because Taylor's ruining um, Kelsey in the NFL, but you think yes. like that he's like, I cannot believe I'm sitting here. Well, probably not sitting, but, <laughs> you know. Oh, well, um, Anyway, that being said, um, we're coming up. We're going to do our uh, NFR picks, but um, uh, I want to make sure that everything is set because there's some things out there swirling around, rodeo rumor mill swirling, so pretty much zero validity to it. Um, you know, there's I things I haven't with even heard what, like, what's, well, I, there was a rumor flying around that say that the, the judges got together and weren't going to qualify let, let let Sage do the step over the back of the bull and let him go out of the chute. But it was just one judge in Ellensburg apparently that said that wasn't an honest attempt, so he disqualified him. But there was a rumor out there that they weren't going to do it, so he didn't get his rodeo count in, and he doesn't get his extreme money to count. So anyway, I don't know about that. Because at first there was like multiple row that he didn't hit his count, but if it was only one rodeo, I'm pretty sure he 
hit his count. I, I don't know. That. I'm I'm totally totally against that. I think, uh, well, of course we're both huge Sage Kimsey fans, but I think the bullshit of pro rodeo is rodeo count. If you if you are good enough, if you have enough talent, if you can go to twelve rodeos and win enough money to make the NFR, that's all you should have to. They, the count is such a bullshit. Everybody gets a ribbon thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, why have yeah. a rodeo count? You know, like if it's a PRCA rodeo, it should count. I hate. Yeah. I I hate, and you know, I I, I shouldn't probably. Well, yeah, well, and I'm, I'm against limiting it to 75. I'm a, yeah. I'm against limiting it to 75. If you want a guy to go to 120 rodeos, that's bullshit because it hurts rodeos later on because then guys are like, well, you know, I'm not going to, they, they have to, um, official or unofficial it. They can go to more, but they can't be official rodeos, um, which doesn't count to the world standing. So what guy's really going to go? I don't know how much they do. I don't know. I think that's, the older guys just trying to limit it so they don't have to go so hard. And uh, so I think it's stupid. I think rodeo limits are dumb. You know, no. I, I I was thinking about that the other day, um, which I got a whole story about it, but Sonoma, California, you know, mm-hmm. $10,000 added rodeo Saturday and Sunday. Tough Cooper, who got in 15th and uh, which, you know, Glad he made right it in, but had to fly to had to fly to Sonoma to get you know to and he won it he won Sonoma, but you know I just the I don't know like I said I I'm not a contestant anymore and I probably shouldn't have you know a thought on this but as a rodeo fan as somebody who follows it as somebody who loves rodeo with all their heart I just think in the perfect world is hey you won't you. Sage, you if you're good enough and you can go to 12 rodeos and you make the NFR, good on you. You know, you, you shouldn't have to have a certain amount. It should be on money one. Like, that's that's me talking, but I would change that in a heartbeat. But you think about all the guys the last week of the rodeo season going to San Bernardino, Sonoma, Cowtown. Um, what else was last week? Bakersfield. You know, just a uh, – Utah. Um um, New Braunfels, Texas. Um, you know, there's, there's rodeos going on. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, I got to see Sage and you see him too the other day. It's great to visit with him, uh, at Abilene, Texas. You know, he said that he's like, well, it's, it's kind of, cause I said, I told him, I said, man, I think it's crap that you're having to, to go to these rodeos just to get your count, you know, and do, do that thing. And, but you know what? That dude didn't have a bad thing to say. He said, oh, it's all good. He said, shoot, I'm getting to travel with my little boy. And I got, you know, so he, like Sage has got such a good attitude that that <laughs> you and me would be like, fuck this. Like, this is well, crap. But we've already made it. But Sage is just, he's so steady that he's like, man, it's all I good. Don't worry Rump, about it. Rump, Rump, the thing is, bud, is, is that's for, for his extreme money to count. Yeah. That's so guy doesn't go to extreme events. He's got to enter some rodeos. You know, you have to enter rodeos instead of otherwise, hell, he could have most likely just went to the extremes and well, not anymore. I mean, it takes at least a hundred thousand to make it in the bull riding. I think he won like 40, you know, but that's because there's so many extreme events. I don't know how many yeah. extreme bull rides there are 30, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. There's sides to every story. I'm looking right now to see what the unofficial bottom dollar was to make it in. in As of now, the they still have to. They, I'm telling you, we've we went through. They it's still all, got to go through an audit. Yeah, and all we, that. Last year, they took they took 16th. Remember? Yeah, that's the bull ride. There was yeah, that was a uh, what? A, Stetson Wright is number one. The bull ride with 360. Oh my god! Million. No way! No way! <laughs> Holy cow! 15th unofficially, Colin Telfer, 128,000. Is 15th? 128 is 15th. You know what's funny is you literally, it wasn't that long ago, and I, I think I've said this, BJ Schumacher said, you get to 80,000, you're definitely in the NFR. Yeah. And that was that was less than 10 years ago. No. All right, let's, look, let's look where 80,000 is. 
80,000 is 24th. Not nuts. Congratulations, you ain't coming to the finals. On a side note, it's kind of cool is looking right here that uh, Sage Kimsey and Trey Kimsey are ninth and 10th. I'm going to go ahead and put this all in, though. I'll do one early, early NFR uh, world standings uh, deal. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and put my stamp on it. I'm going to put my name out there for complete harassment, whatever you want to say, but I'm sticking by it. I'm going to go ahead and say that Stetson Riot's going to win the all round. No way. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Stetson, he's so cool. He was he was in Sonoma too on on Sunday. He uh he won the bronc riding and the bull riding in Sonoma. So really, yeah, he was there. He was there he by himself. He's, yeah, because oh, Kai John stayed with me Saturday night. We we had the seven a.m. to DFW. He said I'm being got home for a few days. He bought a place in Stephenville, and you know no how way in Stephenville yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Can you believe it? Uh, eleven acres there, and it's a double wide, but it's really really nice. Um, and you know, they, it looks pretty new, but, um, I mean, it's complete bull rider land. Right. But he, uh, he, uh, you know how JB Mooney's, uh, place is called Bucktown. Yep. His is going to be called Humptown. <laughs> so I'm going to have me a big Brian bill out front and it's, and then I'm going to have on the gate. says, Humptown. Oh, Bramer, huh? Bramer, huh? Okay. No, Sorry. it's, it's going to be hump outside and it's going to be humping inside. <laughs> oh, where you at this week? Yeah, I'm up Friday night in Bucktown and Saturday night at Humptown. Yeah. Humptown, USA. Yeah. Come for the hump, stay for the bump. <laughs> That's an at 459565 and five cents. Uh, number two is Nelson Wyatt. With one hundred forty-four thousand one three four, Nelson Wyatt, number two in the uh, old But you know, good for Stetson, man. He's young. He feels good. He's a super good, just a wonderful person. He just wants to ride rough stock. You know, you know, you don't give a shit. Now, he if is. he states, if he starts dating Taylor Swift, I'm going to throw a fit. No, because it could happen. Whoever the, next, the next rough stock guy in the all round standings is Shane Proctor with 29,001 in, in all round, and he's 33rd. No that's, the next, that's the next rough stock guy. So, how long until we have a different all around? Uh, no, well, he's, I mean, it, uh, whenever, and he's so young. So, you know, that's I hope he's around man. doing it hard for at least another 10 years. Oh yeah, easily, easily. Plus, these guys are all in such good. Like, it's just, it's a different time, you know. All these guys are in, are in way better shape than others. Well, <laughs> you don't smoke, you know. I mean, well, he's taking care of himself. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I, I want to say something else about a rough stock athlete. I've been thinking about this a lot while while I drive, and you know how I'm how I get methodical. And I think about the Hall of Fame, Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. And, you know, we've talked a lot about Mac, and we sure want Mac in there. But you know who else I think is getting shafted on the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame? Who? From Branson, Missouri. Well, he lives in Branson, Missouri now. Rigid from Kansas. Lyle Sankey. Lyle oh. Sankey is, is one of only four people in the history of rodeo to make it in all three rough stock events. Only four people have That's made cool. it in in lyle is one of them uh lyle who are the other ty murray uh yep. larry mahan and gosh dang it jim shoulders i forget the other one so jim shoulders make right now that are, there's some people right now that are are cussing us um but uh, not just lyle but lyle and ike sankey I mean, think what Ike did. You know when Ike qualified for the NFR the first time? He was 16, and he turned 17 the day before the NFR started. Ike is a dude. And, I mean, Ike and Lyle, they, they, I would, I think that they deserve a spot. I mean, you think about what, what Ike's done, not just as a competitor, but the, in, the, in the late 90s, there was nobody that could touch him, and now his son Wade is bringing it back with his set of horses and winning the, the buck. You know great what I'm saying? Set. Like 
and so Wade, you know, Wade's keeping it going and kicking ass, but I mean, uh, Ike with, uh, gosh dang, Sheepwagon, William, Dunny, Schizo, unreal set of horses, but Lyle Sankey, Lyle and Ike, I mean, for all that they've done for rodeo, and you know, when you think about Lyle, there's so many people that remember Sankey rodeo schools, um, Sankey, Ike, or Lyle had two rodeo schools a year in Abbeville, Kansas at, at the schoolhouse. Everybody stayed there. So they rented the schoolhouse for the weekend, which if you've never been to Abbeville, the schoolhouse is four blocks from the arena. So when, the, when I say they rented the schoolhouse, they rented it. So when you entered the Lyle Sankey rodeo school, you brought a cot and bedding and you stayed in the schoolhouse, literally mm-hmm. stayed there. They had shout, you know, because it's the old gym. They had showers and bathrooms, and so everybody stayed there. They had uh, full catered, fully catered meals because Sam Gress's mom, Susie uh, Bernard from Bernard's Catering, Susie and Tolette was still alive back then. So um, that's where Pete Carr started riding barebacks. So uh, there's so many people that, and I would love to get some feedback on how many people either got started or attended a Lyle Sankey Rodeo School. But every Thanksgiving and Easter for probably over 20 years, Lyle put on that rodeo school in Abbeville and, and mm. continues to put on rodeo schools to this day. So you think about giving back to rodeo. Like um, I, I heard a story and I'm pretty sure it's true, but they said that back in the day when uh, there wasn't a rule that you couldn't ride anywhere else during the NFR, like, you know, today, if you're a contestant or have anything to do with the NFR, oh, yeah. You, it was, yeah. You sign your life away for, but they said when Lyle was in Oklahoma City at the NFR, he got bucked off his first like two bulls and they had the bugging horse and bull sale right there in the building. And they said that Lyle went to the bucking horse and bull sale and got on five bulls one day at like 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning because that he was not. getting bucked off and um, he wanted to get better. And, uh, I mean, it's just it, that shit's motivating. But you think how hard it is to look at that list. How hard is it to make it in one event, let alone three rough stock events? Mm. Ty Murray, Ty Lyle. Gosh dang it, that's gonna. I know there's people yelling at us right now. Uh, can you? Um, could you I'm, Google that? Um, you know what? Should we call Donnie? Donnie Gay would know. You know who Let told me, t- me that? Gosh, I wish I had D. Whit Forrest's phone number. He's the one that. If you ever get a chance to talk to D. Whit Forrest, God, I love that guy. Oh, he's great. He was a bareback rider. Uh, now he's a, a pro official. <laughs> one of the funniest dudes ever. <laughs> his, his, not ones you could probably tell <laughs> out in the arena, but <laughs> nevertheless, yeah, no, you know. See, Ty Murray. Uh, um, I'm blanking. Who else did you say? Uh, Ty Murray, Lyle Sankey. Lyle Sankey. God, I couldn't. I was. I kept wanting to say Ike, but I know Lyle. Okay. Who else? Well, I'm gonna figure this. I'm calling. I'm gonna call Jessica. New he called him. Jesse. He. Hey Jesse, real quick. Besides Lyle Sankey, who was the other three rodeo cowboys that qualified for the NFR in all three rough stock? Uh, Kai Murray. Larry Mahan. Yeah. And Bobby Berger. Bobby Berger. Okay, thanks, buddy. Talk to you later. Bobby Berger. Larry Mahan, Ty Murray, Lyle Sankey, Bobby Berger. Okay. Which Bobby Berger's the one from... uh, Red Steagle. So we're singing this for all our cowboy friends like Roy Cooper, Bob Marshall, Bobby Berger. You remember that? At the end of that song, Cowboy Friends. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. If, if you get a chance and, and you don't mind writing a letter to nominate somebody for the Hall of Fame, Lyle Sankey and his beautiful Lyle wife, Sankey. Kathy. What's that? Yeah, I said Lyle Sankey. Lyle Sankey, man, that dude has done it. He's been there. Give him a shot. Right, right in for Mac and Lyle, Ike. Uh, just a all around. And you know what? Other the, the other guy that I think needs to be up for it too. 
before too long. Boyd. You got it. Boyd's got to have a shot at that hall. He needs to be he in there. Be. Joe's in there. He like, will be uh, eventually. That guy's done so much. I, I got a funny Snapchat. You know, I you and me, we love Boyd. <laughs> so Garrett sends me a Snapchat the other day of Boyd and and uh he's like, Yeah, because I snapped Garrett and I said, Hey man, how you getting along? And so he snaps me and he's in the announcer stand at Sioux Falls. He's like, Pretty good. Boyd hasn't choked me yet. And then Boyd le- like reaches over into the, the screen and goes, The key word here is yet. <laughs> yeah. No, it was great. I mean, to go back to it was awesome. Uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to Garrison Panzer, 25 years old, turned 25 that last, last weekend. And um, he uh, was the production manager at that big ass rodeo. And that's a lot of pressure. You got Rory. You know, it's a, it's a Rory Lemel, um, was the, was the producer, you know, it was Rory Lemel Bucker and, um, Rory will get on your ass. You know, he expects the best and that's why, you know, he puts certain people in certain places. So, you know, you expect that, but it's a lot of pressure for a young guy like Garrison. You know, I mean, it's, it's a ton of pressure and he, he handled all the personalities, Boyd, Garrett, you know, of course I think he lives with Garrett, but, um, you know, me, you know, uh, so it's, um, shout out to old GP and you know what? His brother plays for K state and he got married Saturday. And so that had to be extra hard, you know, missing your brother's wedding, but that that's the rodeo business. But, um, big thanks, uh, red river arenas, you know, get your stuff bought, just do it. You want to do it. Just do it. Panels, deer, uh, deer feeders, um, anything troughs. They got anything. They'll do it. RedRiverRemus.com. Yeah, they got the the fall round pin special going on right now, which is the lunging round pin. It's the most popular and most versatile round pin. Okay, save up to one thousand one hundred and twenty nine. And here's the kicker: free shipping. Fall round pin special. So hey, for all you guys sitting at home, they get got them Colts around there. Uh, be sure to check out Red River Arenas. Um, and the the summer round pin sale. Uh, is over now, but you know, check out the fall one. 16 panel packages, five foot tall, 16 foot long, all on sale right now. 24 count, 72 count. You can get a 96 count of the 16 foot panel packages, which is just if if you know anything about arenas, that is a hell of a deal right now. So be sure to check out their fall specials for sure. Oh yeah, and don't forget uh, we're up and we're up and rolling with rodeo patches and uh. We got our new Peterbilt Rum Chad patches in, and they are awesome sauce from Rodeo Patch. Hooked us up. Uh, the great new Rum Chat stickers out. I got 250 I'm sending to Hambone before I give mine away, which I've only given away 18. Yeah. I've monitored it very close, unlike the past. Right. Where there's bums wearing so Rum Chat patches. 18, that's at least 36 that you've given away. At no, least 18. I've, I've counted. I've turned over a new leaf. You have not. Um, and also, don't forget our Pro Fantasy Rodeo. Pro Fantasy Rodeo is opening, I believe, Thanksgiving Day. Get get ready to get your team. As soon as everything gets sorted out with uh, everything at Pro Rodeo, Pro Fantasy Rodeo, Rump Chat League, year number two or four. Maybe yeah, at four? least. I don't know. So Pro Fantasy Rodeo. And when, when everything's ironed out, we're going to have a special where all we do is talk NFR matchups, contestants stock the whole thing we are going to wait for everything to be official so it'll be like last year where they added the 16th bull rider everything's in i believe it's in the the auditing phase where they do all that shit i don't know what That's they do and uh, we will be at the cinch booth on the cinch stage of the rump chat cinch stage again this year at the nfr so be sure to uh check it out pro fantasy rodeo Rodeo Vegas is going to be at Resorts World. That's going to be the official home of Rump Chat. We'll be at the convention center during the day. A lot of great shit uh, coming at you. We're going to have a, a Raw this month that is going to just knock off your Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift socks. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Live long. Love each other. Rodeo hard. Here we go. Just duck below the hill and enjoy college football. In Jacksonville, <laughs> yes. Bye, everybody.
Mop was up here yesterday and he marked his bow 68. He knows where the action's going on. Marvin's up again tonight and he's feeling good and he's full of fight. But Ernie missed Ernie his missed deer, deer and he's headed home. And we're singing this for all our cowboy friends. There's Hawkeye, Goat, and Bandy, Muffy, and Leander, Marvin, Ernie, Big Bob, Chef, and Jim. Now the trade wind just run out of rooms because Jacksonville's a tourist boom. But I don't know of anyone that can. Cause place to sleep and dress at night is lasting every cowboy's mind. Someone's always got a floor spare. By morning they're all gone again. Jacksonville won't be the same. They're moving on just like a gypsy band. They've drawn another head of stock in Baton Rouge or Little Rock. The next week they'll bunch up an old Cheyenne. And we're singing this for all our cowboy friends. Like Digger, Sean, and Randy, Scotty, Pete, and Sammy, TJ, Charlie, Larry, Brown, and Ken. In Cheyenne, in the Justin Sweet, where all the cowboys like to meet, we're drinking beer and singing.